Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. My name is Greenlee Clark and you are listening to Life with Green. Okay, so I'm just going to start off this episode by saying that today's episode is the 40th episode and that's crazy to me. Um, I was with my friends yesterday and I was like, I wonder how many episodes I have. Like, I don't actually even know. Because I always, like, I always have to type in which episode it is, but I couldn't remember the last number I had typed in, and I look, and Small Town Life was the 39th episode, and I was like, what? (laughs) Didn't even know that. So, happy 40th episode to Life with Green. I am really excited for today's episode. I don't actually know if excited's the word. I'm very interested to see how this episode goes. How about that? I have tried multiple ways to try and find episodes that are relatable, that are trendy, that are new. You know, the podcast world is growing so fast. It's now a job for people. It's not just a hobby. And ideas can get kind of lacking. I always try and make sure that the content I create is something that you guys ask for, is something that you want if you haven't already, make sure to go follow my Instagram page for Life with Green. It's at LWG Podcast. On the Instagram story the other day, I asked you all which topic you would want me to talk about. I added in some new topics, not thinking that any of the new ones would get voted for because I know that most people liked the other ones that had been on there for a while. But surprisingly, Friendship Breakups won which I was not expecting. I didn't know that you guys wanted me to talk about that. So here I am. I'm going to talk about it today. Like I said, I want these episodes to be relatable and trendy and new, and I want you guys to like them. With today's episode, I just want to play it step by step. I do want to talk about personal experiences, but I also do want this to apply to you all because I know that this is something everyone goes through. Girls, boys, they, them, everyone, and it's hard. I think friendship breakups are probably worse than breaking up with your girlfriend or boyfriend, (laughs) and yes, I have had that many relationships, but I have had a lot of issues when it comes to friends, and I have lost friends, and it's painful. I think this is something that everyone can relate to in a way Because a lot of friendships are similar, and friendships, most of the time, you know, that span of time together is longer than a relationship that I guess people my age are in. If you're married, and, you know, I've been married for like 20 plus years, and congratulations, you have a one-up on me. I haven't had a friend or a boyfriend that long ever, but soon. I'm going to be 20 this year. (laughs) Actually, not even soon. I can't think of anyone I was friends with when I was, like, first born. Anyways, that's besides the point. My point is, I believe friendship breakups are harder than relationships. Because you're saying goodbye to someone that you potentially told all your secrets to, the person that you always went to, the person you did everything with. You know, you grew up together, you played sports together, you went to school together, you had sleepovers with each other. A friendship breakup... You know, if you've been together, if you've been friends for five plus years and all of a sudden you're not, it's going to hit a lot harder than a relationship that you were in for like a year. And maybe you disagree with that. And if you do, 
that's fine. We all we are all entitled to our own opinions. This is just my personal take on it, and I'm going to talk about it today. I think the first thing, the first part of when you know a friendship breakup is about to happen is when you can sense it. When you have worries about the friendship, when you start to realize you're growing apart. Now, growing apart isn't always a bad thing. I look back at my friendships with some people, you know, back when I was in grade school and middle school and even high school. And um, I mean, probably even college. You know, I look back on those friendships and I wonder what went wrong? Why did we stop talking? Why did we stop hanging out with each other, eating lunch together, having sleepovers? Why did we cut our snap streak? You know, something like that. And everyone's growing differently. Everyone's maturing differently. Your expectations on life, your goals in life, they all change. No one's is the same. And sometimes you don't realize that you're growing apart from someone until, you know, a year later you realize you haven't talked to them in a, in a while. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think those friendship breakups should be taken hard because it's life. You're going to grow. You're going to grow apart from people. And I think just dwelling on it won't get you anywhere. Now, if you grow apart from someone and want to reconnect, go for it. But most of the time, I think when you do grow apart from people, because life is just going down different paths, I don't think it's a bad thing. As for the friendship breakups that you're currently in or you've experienced where you could sense something was off and you had worries, I've been there too. It sucks when you know something is going on and you don't know if the other person knows if it's going on because you're not actually talking about it. You're just kind of in each other's presence and you're getting by and you're just kind of telling yourself, this will be okay. It's going to be okay. I don't, we don't need to do anything. It's all going to be all right. Just ignore it. Just ignore the fact that we have a problem. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't ignore the problem, okay? My whole life, I've been told that I'm too sensitive. I've been told that I have too much emotion. And guess what? I don't care. Because showing emotion, having feelings about any relationship you have with someone and wanting to express them or fix problems, whatever, that's totally okay. I have had that feeling before where I know something's wrong. I know I'm having an issue with my friend. And let me just tell you, I have not always addressed them. And I regret that. But I have been in a room with my friends before and thought to myself, something is wrong. There's weird tension between us. We got to figure this out. One thing you have to understand is that when people say communication is key in relationships, they're not just talking about with your boyfriend or girlfriend. They're talking about with your friends too, with anyone in your life. If we didn't communicate... Society would be lost all the time. Even more lost than now, I guess. (laughs) You have to communicate with your friends. And, you know, it's easier said than done. I've had best friends before, and I thought, I can tell them anything in the world. I can be honest with them. And then when it comes to an issue that I think we're having, it's so hard. It's so hard to go up to them and be like, hey, this is something that I've noticed. Because it's uncomfortable, right? It's out of your comfort zone. No one wants to address the situation because what if it fails? 
What I hate about this first step when it comes to a breakup is you haven't addressed it yet, and so you're just with yourself. You're just with your thoughts. And don't get me wrong, I like to keep some things to myself because, you know, I don't want to share everything with the world. But I've noticed that when I do hold emotions and when I don't talk about things, it makes me feel worse. And the anger inside starts to build up or the sadness, whatever emotion it is. If you're having an issue with your friend, you need to talk to them. And if the worst thing happens, well, I'll get to that. (laughs) When you address your friend, address them face to face. Make sure you have time to talk to them. Don't just talk to them really quick in the parking lot. Don't just send them a text. Don't be trying to chit chat on the sideline at practice. You know, when you think you're having an issue with one of your friends, especially a best friend, you need to give each other that time to sit down and talk about whatever you think's going on. I know this can be really awkward. Like I've said, I'm a pretty outgoing person, but the times I've had to do this, it's uncomfortable for me too. And the reason why I say you need to sit down and make sure you have time together and be in person is because I've had those experiences with people where I didn't sit down and talk to them. I didn't make sure we had enough time. I just, you know, did a quick little chat right before practice started, or I did send them a text. And let me tell you, those are the things I regret. I learned from them. I've grown. I've matured. I haven't done those since. But if I could go back in time and tell myself one thing, it would be that. So don't do that. Whether you are outgoing or, you know, you're more introverted than extroverted, talk to your friend. My thing when it comes to your friend is you shouldn't be scared to talk to them. If your friendship is really strong and healthy and good for you, you should be able to address any situation with them and handle it in a, a, in a mature adult manner. And I say adult manner because even if you're 13 years old, it's good for you to go talk to your friend. I've mentioned this before too. If you don't think you can find a time to sit down with your friend and talk about whatever's going on, call them on the phone. Because then at least you can understand tone and, you know, communicate better than through a text. When I was in middle school, I did that with my friend. And guess what? We did it again in high school. Because we're busy, but we also prioritized our friendship and we were like, hey, we need to talk about some things. And I'm glad we did that. I look back at those conversations and I'm proud of myself for that because I love that friendship. I love that person. And I'm glad I didn't lose them over a conflict that I was almost too afraid to address. I know I'm here to talk about friendship breakups, so more of the negative result, which is hard. But I also want to add in some positive situations on here because I know that when you're having an issue with your friend, you're probably thinking the worst of the worst, but it's not always going to be. The amount of times that I made up scenarios in my head where I thought that person was going to end up screaming me at me or, you know, totally just cutting me off, it was scary. But most of the time, you're going to overthink it. Most of the time, you're going to psych yourself out. And that's why people don't address situations because they psych themselves out. Don't do that. Do not do that, okay? <laughs> One situation that I just recently experienced at college is is an example of this. I was having 
some issues with some friends and, you know, I could have just let it go. Totally could have acted like it was not a big deal because I'm sure they would have too. But instead, I approached them and I said, hey, I don't want things to be weird. I don't want to be, you know, uncomfortable when in a room. So we need to talk about some things. And if there's not actually any problems, like I think there is, just let me know and we can move on with our lives. But if there is, I would appreciate it if you guys just talk to me. I want to be honest with each other. And I think because I addressed them, it helped them realize that it's okay to talk to your friends. Sometimes, especially when you're growing up with people, it's hard to get out of old habit. You know, my friends from high school, we grew up together. And when you go from being a kid where there's no problems and no worries to middle school where there's drama left and right, it can be awkward to, you know, address the situations and understand that you guys are changing. Same in high school, same in college. Now, I'm not going to only talk about this positive situation with my college friends because that was a good moment. But like the title is, Friendship Breakups, one conflict that I tried to address, I think I've talked about this before, I did it wrong. And I'm sure if I had done it right, it would have gone better. Maybe we would have still been friends, but we're not. So, I had an issue with a friend. I'd had multiple issues with this friend. And instead of talking to them, you know, when I was feeling the way I was feeling, I just kept it inside. Locked it in a vault and wasn't talking about it. And they had issues with me too, and they weren't talking to me either. You know, it was one of those situations where we just were in each other's presence and we acted like everything was fine. And it wasn't. We ended up talking about it over text. We got over whatever we were upset about. And we told each other, we're going to talk to each other when we're upset. No more building up each other's anger towards each other like that. We need to talk to each other. So life went on. Everything was fine. Everything was great. And then, you know, something came up where my feelings were hurt. And instead of just talking to them in person like I should have, I texted them. And that's when it blew up. You know, you can't understand tone over text messages. When you're texting someone, it's really easy to sit there and just read it and think about the nastiest response you can think of. It's easy to form your words. But when you're in person, you're on the spot. And you have to show your real emotion. You're showing your real tone. Guys, I hate texting. I hate it so much. My friends here at college know I am so bad about responding to my texts. Like, extremely bad at it because I hate it. Like, I would very much rather have people call me to tell me whatever they want to tell or ask than send me a text message. I think I'm better about answering Instagram DMs than an actual text message, which is awful. I really need to fix that. But this person, you know, we texted, said some horrible things to each other, and we stopped being friends. Now, obviously, after you stop being friends with someone, you have to deal with the aftermath. 
my aftermath in this situation was the questions that I was consistently asking myself. What do I do? Who do I go to now? Who am I going to eat lunch with? Who am I going to tell my secrets to? Who am I going to talk to? Is this going to be temporary or is this actually permanent? Because right now it feels permanent. And then what could I have done better? You know, these are thoughts that just at the time ran through my head in the shower, in the car, whenever I just had a moment to myself. And it eats you alive. One thing that I absolutely, to this day, still dislike is the people who know that you just went through a friendship breakup and literally do not care. Listen, I am a very empathetic, sympathetic person. I feel for people. And whenever anyone tells me what they're going through, whether I've experienced or not, I feel for them. But not everyone's like that. And I, and I totally understand that. I understand that everyone goes through things differently. Everyone processes things differently. I can't control that. I can only control what I do. But in my experience, I guess this message that I'm about to say is for people who haven't gone through a friendship breakup but know others who have, I wish I had had more comfort. I wish there had been more people that I was surrounded by that had felt for me and tried to understand what I was going through. Because when you go through a friendship breakup, it's, it's like a normal breakup. It sucks. It hurts. You just lost someone that you really cared about. And that, that wasn't planned. So if you have a friend who's lost a friend or is going through it, just comfort them. Just be there for them. And if you, if you really, you know, don't care, don't, don't, you don't have to say anything rude. You don't have to be negative. Just be that friend that they need because they just lost one. I think breakups are another form of grieving it can lead to another form of grieving. And, you know, if, you, if you've experienced grief, then you know that it's not something that just happens and then stops. It's really hard to deal with. You know, I've lost a lot of people that I love in my life. And whether it was a year ago or 10 years ago, those, those moments still hit really hard. And when you lose a friend, there are still moments that are going to hit you really hard. There's going to be moments where you're like, hmm, I really wish I could tell them this right now. Or I wonder how they're doing. I wonder what they would think if I told them this. I wonder if they'd be proud of me. And there's also those thoughts, I wonder if they even think about me. I wonder if they even care. I wonder what they thought when we stopped being friends. So if you're feeling this way, if you've lost a friend, if you just have thoughts like that, it's okay. Don't feel stupid. Don't make anyone feel you stu- make you feel stupid. Because it's it's all normal. It's all normal human thoughts and emotions. One thing you're going to realize when you lose a friend is who you really want to be surrounded by. And when I say who, I don't mean like specific people either, like 
yes, that applies to it, but also the kind of people you want to be surrounded by. I lost friends. I lost a really good friend. And I then totally looked at the idea of friendship differently. How I wanted to be treated, how I wanted to connect with people and form friendships with. This friendship breakup totally formed that. It was the whole foundation of it. I now have friends, you know, from back home and now at college. And I tell them, you know, from my past experiences, this is what you should do. I think you can look at a friendship breakup in a positive way as well. You know, you went through this, it was really hard on you, but you learned from it. I I use my friendship breakups all the time on people. I'm like, hey, you know what? I went through a situation just like this, and if you do that, you're going to end up like me. So, do you really want to say that? Do you really want to go ahead with this form of action, or do you want to do what I wish I had done? And then they sit there, and they're like, hmm, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> because no one no one wants to go through a friendship breakup, okay? They're awful. I, I really, I want to know if someone actually thinks these are not as awful as they are, because if they, if you guys don't think that a friendship breakup is awful, you haven't experienced it. Maybe that was a bit insensitive of me to say. Sorry about that if it was. In my opinion, friendship breakups are awful. And they suck. <laughs> That's literally all I can think of right now as I say that. They just suck. One person asked me on Instagram, how do you move on? Or when do you rekindle your friendship? And honestly, I don't really know. It's my honest, my honest answer. I think, like I mentioned earlier, you grieve. Grief. Grieve. <laughs> you grieve that friendship when you lose it. And, you know, if you end up do becoming friends again you still grieve the way it used to be because it's not going to be the same. Every conversation you have with your friends, every moment you spend together, your friendship is growing. It's developing into a new form of friendship. So when you do fight and you do want to rekindle, you can't expect it to be the same way it used to be. People grow and change all the time. I was not the same person I was a year ago. I was not the same person that I was five years ago or ten years ago. People change. And if you want to become friends again with someone and they're not the same person that you once knew them to be and you're not liking it, then, like I mentioned earlier, that's just growing apart. And there's not really anything you can do about that except accept it. As for moving on, I think when you have a friendship breakup, you need to look at the pros and cons. And also, don't play victim. You know, even if you really truly think you were the victim, look at what you could have done better. And maybe you won't be able to rekindle that friendship with that person that you just broke up with. 
but you can apply what you learned to your other friendships and to new people that you meet. If I hadn't gone through the friendship breakup that I did go through, I think my relationships here at college would be worse. They would not be as good as they are. So every friendship breakup that you go through, every every negative thing you go through in a friendship, try and take the positives from it. Try and take what you did wrong and flip it and apply it to your other friendships. It's really easy to play victim and look at everything they did wrong. But if you want to grow, if you want to maintain healthy friendships, you have to look at the situation and think about what you could have done better. Trust me, guys. I'm sure you know this, but I'm a stubborn person. I like to think I'm open-minded most of the time, but when it comes to me being right, I can be a bit closed-minded. And that is hard to admit, but it's true. It does suck when you look at a situation and know that you could have done something better, that you were most likely the one in the wrong. And there's nothing wrong with accepting that. It doesn't mean you're a bad guy. It doesn't mean that the other person's the victim. I think in any friendship breakup, there's always something for both people to improve on. And there shouldn't be finger pointing. A friendship is between you and that person, you both need to figure out how to make that friendship work. Because I just said, your friendship is between you and that person. Don't let anyone else get in between it. It happens with relationships all the time. I see it all the time. I see it all the time in friendships. The friendship that I have with one of my college friends is none of my high school friends' business. The individual friendships I have at college are not another individual's issue, friendship, situation. Keep your friendships between you and that person because I do think that will prevent a potential friendship breakup happening. I think it makes the relationship more healthy. And, you know, if someone really needs to know that much about your friend, they can become friends with them. One last thing I want to say before I end today's episode is that Your friendship breakups are not always going to be temporary. They are going to probably be permanent sometimes. And that sucks. But you just got to move on. And you just got to keep going. And you got to stay positive and focus on the friendships that you still have. And, you know, if you do have a friendship breakup and you decide to keep dwelling on that friendship breakup and, I don't know, maybe potentially talk bad about them spread rumors, just say nasty things about them with their name in in your mouth, I advise you not to do that. Because word gets around, it bites you in the butt, it speaks a lot about you as a person, and it's not nice. So be kind. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. It's simple as that. I think I covered a good majority of going through a friendship breakup. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to Life with Green on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you haven't already. Make sure to also follow the Instagram page at LWG Podcasts. I post quotes, Q&As, and interact with you guys as listeners all the time, so make sure to give it a follow. 
as always, I appreciate you guys for being so supportive and helping me continue this project. Life with Green is something that I cherish and will always cherish, and you have been an amazing part of it. Anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye, guys.